y'all grand rising hope you're doing well so i just wanted to come on right quick and educate some of the uh dumbasses out there about electronics and electricity okay um first of all understand that if your power bill is higher than normal number one you need to check how often are you running fans? How often are you running window units if you have them? Is the thermostat in the home up and down? Okay. Are there air conditioning problems? That's one of the things that the electric company will tell you is something you need to pay attention to. How often are you adjusting your thermostat? If your central AC is out and you're using window units, window units use a lot of fucking electricity. That's the problem with not having central. Okay, and see, even when you have central, um, your central, if it's running, 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 running constantly, it will increase the bill. Let me explain something to you about LEDs. Light emitting diodes, also known as LED night lights, LED little, um, you know, like if you have a LED light that you uh, use with the USB on your computer or LED little uh, plug-in sign. I know a lot of tarot readers have those little LED neon signs. They're, they're made out of plastic and they have the LED little lights on the inside. They use them as they're on their desk or on their backdrop. And then you have the LED night lights out here instead of the bulbs. LED night lights emit, uh, use very, very little electricity. It's, it's basically negligible. So if it's on during the day or if it's on during a period of time, like if you have a nightlight that has one of those sensors, whereas when it's light, it automatically turns off and when it's dark, it automatically turns on. Even if it's on during the day, it's not burning up electricity, okay, like that. Light emitting diodes, that's, that's one of the benefits of using LED over incandescent bulbs because incandescent bulbs or like the little night lights with the uh, glass bulbs that you know a lot of people still use the difference between incandescent and led is incandescent usually uses a little more electricity than led and so i'm very i'm pretty versed in electronics electricity um power usage and all of that keep in mind that i've lived on my own for 15 years and i paid my own fucking power bill for all those goddamn years so when i um choose products I do pay attention to the energy usage of the product um, me personally I use these little LED night lights in the hallway or I was you know using them in the hallway for years for my children they don't use a lot of electricity okay they is barely discernible okay I don't purchase products and use products that burn up a lot of electricity um, even my computer doesn't burn a lot of electricity okay and so because um, and I actually chose a hard drive that is more efficient than one of your traditional rotary hard drives that has to spin because it's more energy efficient and also it's more efficient for storage. So I just wanted to put that out there for people who, you know, have children going back to school or they got other financial stuff going on. LEDs don't use a lot of electricity. That's one of the advances in technology that has been beneficial for the, uh, I guess, will you say electric or electronics 
industry is they they use a lot less electricity and they're more fuel efficient if you if you will <laughs> they're more efficient than incandescent that's also why a lot of people had you know gone to switching to the cfl um bulbs the compact fluorescent bulbs uh, some people have switched to led bulbs or led lighting it's more efficient okay and that's why a lot of people even switch to led christmas lights over the traditional bulb or incandescent Christmas bulbs because the LEDs don't get hot, meaning they don't burn electricity. They're less of a fire risk. I mean, they burn electricity, but they don't use as much power. They're less of a fire risk. They don't get hot, okay, when they when they light, when they've been lit for a while. And so I wanted to educate people because um, I know people's sneaky behavior. When I see people snatching stuff and, and, and removing stuff, you know, because they're worried about a few pennies. Maybe you need to curb your shopping habit uh, in other areas if you're worried about money so much. See, I don't appreciate that kind of behavior. All right. And, you know, I, I notice how people, you know, I always have this saying that people, you know, this is a traditional cliche run of the mill type of saying, but people will do people will spend on what they want to fucking spend on. So they'll go and go thrifting, they'll go buy this, they'll go do that, they'll go do whatever, but then they'll complain about a nightlight or they'll, their behavior will show a complaint about a nightlight being on for, I guess, during the day. Or their behavior will complain about, you know, or they'll complain about gas. Well, well, you weren't complaining about money when you were spending on this shopping or when you were doing this or doing that. And so I just wanted to educate people about LEDs just real quick, since so many people listen and stalk and spy. Okay, LEDs burn a lot less electricity than incandescent. And, and when it's very, very hot in the summer, you've got ceiling fans running 24 hours a day and air units and all of that, your electric bill is going to be higher. It just naturally is. You should bargain. I will say you should bargain with some of your other um, expenditures or some of your other um, shopping habits and budget for that electrical rise that often happens during the hot summer months. Now, I dealt with this with, you know, uh, narcissistic family members that I, you know, had temporarily stayed with in the past where um, they didn't pay their water bill for four or five months. And then they threw the, threw the bill to me, $184 water bill. Well, that tells me you haven't paid it in four months. So, because the water bill would typically be $50, $60. So if it's $180, you haven't paid it in a couple of months. And so how do you expect me to take care of a bill that I haven't been here running up? But see, this is what narcissists and sociopaths do. And this is why I don't like housemates and I don't like fucking roommates and why I have lived on my own for 15 years and why in the, in the future, other than a romantic partner or spouse or whatever, uh, I plan on living on my own in the future forever other than maybe something like that, because I don't like people's behavior when it comes to that kind of stuff. Here I am trying to help out and all you can think about is what fraction what one fourth of a kilowatt hour a night lights might be costing you you know my mother did stuff like that in her house she would snatch stuff and 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 
turn them lights off, but you weren't talking about money and you weren't concerned about money when you was running up your husband's credit card, bitch. And I said mother, but I meant surrogate because she's not my biological mother, as I've disclosed before. See, she wasn't concerned so much about money when she had to file for fucking bankruptcy. And that's not a dig at people who have to file, but I'm just saying you you worried about a nightlight because you don't like me as a person or you have a problem with me as a person or you have envy or you have jealousy about me as a person. That's it ain't about the fucking nightlight It ain't about the fucking one eighth or one sixty fourth of a kilowatt hour that a nightlight might burn. It's because your problem is number one, you and your envy, jealousy or other issues. So you find a little way to take that out. And that's why people like that don't ever get blessed. And what little blessings they have, they get blocked after that. Okay? So, um, many blessings. I also wanted to say many blessings to all the children returning to school. And hope you have a wonderful, hope you all have a wonderful, and I know children don't listen to this channel. They shouldn't be. But I just wanted to say for the parents, I hope they have a wonderful school year and safe, healthy, happy, um, positive growth, great learning experiences this year with whether they're going to the actual building or whether they're going to be doing distance learning. And, um, I hope that everybody had a good, um, experience doing your back to school shopping and, and your back to school prep and all that and wishing all the children and, uh, teens, uh, a good time going back to school and a nice year. But yeah, um, I know how people are. They get very stressed around this time of year, back to school, you know, when it comes to money and, and all of that. I just wanted to put that out there about LEDs. That may be some kind of switch for some of you. You may need to make that switch to more fuel efficient electronics or more fuel efficient um, means of lighting, you know, you can switch your bulbs. You remember they, they had that big trend going on, uh, you know, some years ago about swapping out bulbs and how the bulbs will save money and they do save money. But I wanted to put this out there because I pay very, very close attention to people's behaviors. And, um, I know, I know the motives behind people's behaviors better than they fucking do. A lot of times, a lot of times I can read the energy and read the motive of a person better than they even know their own fucking motives. And unfortunately, that is a, a downside of being, uh, you know, as perceptive as I am. But it, it's actually a benefit because I get to the root of the fucking problem, you know, even when other people may try to, you know, play it as something else. But, um... I also wanted to let y'all know I will be producing a lecture shortly here in a few moments. And, um, hmm. Yeah, I'll be producing a lecture. I'm going to get my, um, get a little bit of my straightening up done and I got to uh, start some laundry. But then I will be back with you to start, uh, to, uh, upload a lecture. It's not going to be live. I'm going to do my upload as I usually do. But, um, you know, it's not safe for me to be around people. Uh, I will say like this, not safe, but I'll just say it's not good for me to have to live in a household with a, a, other people. A lot of times because other people's spirits are a lot of times nasty or fake or phony. And I don't I don't like being around that energy. So, you know, 
Um, I think after I move from here or whenever the time is right, I, you know, I'm not going to be living with anybody else unless it's a husband or a um, a solid, committed, romantic partner. Other than that, I'm not going to be living with anybody else. And, you know, unless my children and, you know, other than children and a romantic partner, I'm not going to be living with um anybody no relatives no no sister friends none of that shit you know because I had a very bad experience last summer with um having being you know kind of in a roomy situation for the first time um and really it was for the first time since I had moved out on my own I, I had a roommate last summer and I moved out of her place under bad pretenses and the friendship ended and um that was what August 31st 2020 and that experience and just other things I've noticed over the years like I think I had I did have a roommate for a short period of time before I officially moved out on my own so I officially moved out on my own permanently in 2008 out of my parents house but I moved out a couple times before that and I had a roommate in 2004 when I was in college and it was just for a couple of months because I ended up moving back to my parents' house. But again, this was financial control and a lot of other stuff going on. But I ended up having a roommate back then in 04. And um, this roommate went and spent, she went, mind you, she was working three jobs. And she went on a weekend trip with her friends and spent all of her money. And then came back and asked me to cover her portion of the rent. So see, that's why I don't fuck with roommates and housemates. And that's why as soon, that's why I like being by myself. I don't like having other people's spirits and energies up in my house and up around me because people do shit out of spite. And, you know, I just, you know, like I've noticed things. Uh, I noticed I went through a lot of hell in that last situation I stayed in. And while I was grateful for being able to stay there for the few months I was last year, I went through a lot of hell in that situation and it put a bad taste in my mouth for any future situation where any, 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 especially any females living with me other than my own daughter. Okay. And so because of that and, and the spiteful behavior and the narcissism and, and the sociopathy and the jealousy and the envy and the, um, you know, hiding stuff and, you know, my grandmother did stuff like that, you know, hiding stuff. And my mother did, you know, excuse me, my surrogate did shit like that, you know, um, snooping, you know, not, you know, if she wasn't snooping and she was hiding stuff and it, it was just like, it's fucking mental illness and I'm not mentally ill. So I don't like to share spaces with people with those kinds of fucking problems and hangups. And I did end up Last year, unfortunately, that was a narcissist that I was in the household with and her children were running a fucking muck. So thank God that was temporary. But at the same time, I don't forget the shit that I go through. And a lot of it, I don't fucking forgive when people are doing stuff for no good goddamn reason other than their own fucking jealousy, issues, problems, anger, whatever. I don't forgive it. What the fuck do I need to forgive you for? You need to handle your fucking issues. Stop taking your shit out on other people. How about that? If your money's tight, your money's tight because you're irresponsible. Get a fucking second job or find a hobby or a side hustle. That's not my fucking problem. And see, I've been through enough hell with so-called relatives. And that's why I don't speak to no fucking relatives. I've been through enough hell with them that I don't really trust anybody. 
like that. It takes a lot for me to trust people. A lot. Okay? And because of all the lies that have been told, you know, and I'm going off into another subject, but this this woman that I've been raised by was not my fucking mother and is not my mother. So I've been lied to for 37 out of 38 years of my life about who my parents are. So why would I trust people? Now, some people might say, oh, you get over there. I mean, yeah, I'm over it. I'm glad I found out. But at the same time, what the fuck makes you think I want any relationship with the people that abused me and controlled me and belittled me and made me seem like I was the bad guy, but yet they had a responsibility of raising me. This is the story of many an adopted child throughout history or many a, a secret adoption. I was, this was a secret and unofficial adoption, allegedly. Now I don't have any paperwork to prove, but I do have spiritual confirmation and I do have my life experience, which gives a hell of a lot of goddamn credence to the fact that the person that raised me is not my biological mother. And so it, it, it also gave me a lot of understanding as to why she did a lot of the things she did. Because she I'm not hers. And that translates into sharing spaces with other people. Because I shared a space like that with such a toxic individual. And have shared spaces like that with very toxic individuals. With a toxic ex-husband. With a nasty ass fucking former friend who turned on me because she felt she had the power because I was in her house. See, I don't play them fucking games because I'll burn your fucking house down and walk away. Proverbially speaking, that is. And that's why her, her life is in a fucking heap now. Because she was disrespectful and nasty, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to somebody that she really should have been, you know, um, having some damn compassion for, which she didn't. So when I'm famous and I'm sitting up in my big house and I'm rich, rich bitch, don't any of you fuckers who did me like that ever come knocking, don't email me, don't contact me, don't ask me for shit. You won't get a motherfucking thing. You hid who I was, you hid my parentage, you hid, um, you, you lied about my mother, my birth mother, you lied about me and who I was, you hid all of that shit. You didn't want me to find out, but we done found out. And now I done found my, my sister, done found out I'm related to her. You, you know, all these lies, 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 all this fucking narcissistic abuse. Now, while this uh, was something I endured for the, you know, purpose of my soul contract and my soul mission, there won't be no more narcissistic abuse being endured from thus this point going forward. So this is a message across the globe. You might want to be very, I don't give a fuck who you are and what power you think you hold. You might want to be very, very, very fucking careful with me. Because there are some, not only because there are very powerful people who look out for me, but you might want to be very fucking careful with me because you will get backlash and punishment for your disrespect, your abusive behavior, your maltreatment, mistreatment, whatever, your neglect, whatever you want to call it. You will get it. There are people suffering now because of things they've done and they haven't put two and two together that they're suffering because of what they did to me or what they tried to do to me. They try to have me suffering now. Your ass is burning up. 
Now, now your mind, your money's burning up. Now your household is falling apart. Now your marriage falling apart. Oh, you prayed against mine. Now your husband leaving you, bitch. Oh, you prayed against mine. Now you'll never have a marriage. At least I got one under my belt. The very ones that did magic against my marriage, which I'm not upset about it anymore. You know, I was upset when I first learned, but then, you know, I was like, eh, whatever. The very people that did uh, magic against that shit have never fucking been married themselves. Some of them. There were a couple who are. But see, um, my life's even going to be better than some of the ones who are. Meaning are married. So I watch the behaviors of people. I'm very observant. Don't think that I'm not catching your behavior. Be forewarned that I am who I said I am. Like, shout out to my sister, Sunkiss Queen, Sunkiss Queen Spiritual Consulting. She says, stop playing with God's anointed. Stop playing with us. But people not going to stop because they have to play with us in order to get their ass whooped. Sometimes God wants to have an excuse to tear your ass up. Sometimes it's just as simple as that because the creator and the creatrix are so loving and benevolent. They just want an excuse to be able to rip your ass to shreds. I want an excuse to send you to hell. I want an excuse to tear your life down. I want an excuse to block you in every way financially and have you stuck. Because I've been very kind to you and or been very kind to your people or whatever. And you have not listened to me. That was a message that my sister Kenyatta transmitted recently i've been very patient with you is what the most High said you don't listen i speak to you kindly i speak to you softly and nicely you don't listen you take my kindness for weakness you play games so then i gotta send uh one of my archangels into your life or one of my um gods or goddesses into into your life so that you play your games with them and then now see now i have an excuse because I can see that your behavior was not just a one and done with me because you think I'm old God benevolent father. That I'm just going to let it slide. And you know, like the Christianity says, uh, forgive them 70 times 7. You know what I'm saying? God forgives and he throws it into the lake of forgetfulness. Ain't no fucking scriptural basis for no lake of forgetfulness. So that's a lie too. That sinner's prayer is a fucking lie. There's a reason why God casts judgment and then why justice is a theme ongoing in the Bible. There ain't no such thing as no lack of forgetfulness. He don't forget. Didn't he say I don't change? Well, when he said I don't change, that mean I don't fucking forget. And I don't forget either. So all of you people out there, I don't care if you're somebody at the grocery store that you know i end up talking to you know an associate a friend a confidant etc if i haven't done anything wrong to you and i find your behavior to be offensive i let it ride but i'm observing it and i'm not going to fucking forgive it get it i'm not going to forgive it either unless i know it was a real accident or i know that it deserves to be forgiven okay um if I notice your behavior, your words, your attitude, whatever, your energy is offensive to me. When I've done nothing but try to be a help and have been a fucking help. 
Now, I didn't say perfect. I said I've been a hell. Okay. Uh, or when I've, you know, haven't done anything. Some of y'all, you know, it ain't in a helping um, aspect. But all of you people around the globe, you need to understand. I'm not Jesus. I'm not the most high. You offend me. I'm not going to necessarily forgive it. And I'm not going to fucking forget it. My forgiveness is doled out very, very, very selectively. Okay? And that is my responsibility as a God slash goddess. People need to understand that I am who I say I am. Uthapen dragon reincarnated. You know, motherfuckers tried to hide my lineage and all that. From a millionaire past life family. All of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Hades slash Pluto. Venus. Ain't nobody else, you know what I'm saying, walking in these archetypes. Ain't nobody else these beings. And my responsibility as Uther Pendragon was one such that I was over a very, very powerful order. Every, every king and every queen on this planet has been initiated. And you can put two and two together as to what I'm talking about. Every king and every queen on this planet has been initiated since the ancient times, going back to Atlantia and the Anunnaki, Sumeria, going back way, way back, way back, baby. Shout out to my people in New Orleans. I feel y'all energy coming through. Shout out to the NOLA. NOLA in the building, baby. I got ancestors down there. You know, we very similar. NOLA people are very similar to Gullah Geechee people. Now, let me say this. All the kings and the queens were initiated and are initiated, including me. Now, I'm giving you a code there and you can listen to it or you can take it how you want to fucking take it. All the kings and queens were initiated and are initiated in the physical some of them is initiated in the physical, some of them in the spiritual, some of them both. As my past life, I was over a very powerful order. I'm still over that fucking order. Now, I ain't been to nobody little group meeting, no little, no little temple and all that. I ain't been to nobody little place in this life. But spiritual, spiritual initiation, baby, I'm there all day. I'm there. So. I'm very, very cautious with my responsibilities over human beings and over life and me doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm very cautious with that. And I always mean for the best of people. The only time. I don't mean for the best of people is when they mean me ill. And I know that's very hard for people to understand. Like, oh, how can you? That's just me. It's in me. Just like I told y'all when I get a message sometimes. I stop. I have to stop in my tracks. I can't go further until I obey what they're telling me. If I'm walking and they tell me you need to say, if I'm walking and talking like I'm recording 
and they tell me I need to disseminate a message or say something and I don't and I haven't said it yet, I'll stop in my tracks and it's like a block there. I can't even move until I say it. I can't like keep walking, like just blow it off. Like, oh, whatever, Most High, I'll talk to, I'll talk about that later. <laughs> whatever. No, I can't, I can't blow it off like that. Same for my readings. I, I, you know, like they will not, they will shut me down. Like they'll freeze me up until I say what they need to say, what me, they need me to say. So when people are like, well, how can you have such strong moral clause or strong um, ethics? It's not, it's not from me as a human. It's from a higher place. And so, no, I ain't perfect, but at the same time, I know when people are being disrespectful in low-key little ways. I know when people are being, um, how can I say, snarky, snippy. I know when people are doing stuff because of whatever. I know when people are doing stuff out of spite. Um, there's no way I could describe to you the amount of communication and the way the communication, like there's no, I don't really, even despite the human language having so many words, I don't really know how to describe to you the kind of communication I get and the things that they say, meaning the higher powers, the spirit guides, the ancestors, it's a, I, I, you know, like I try my best to be very descriptive. And people have told me I'm a great storyteller and that I do have a gift of breaking complex things down. But at the same time, I don't really know how to describe some of the some of the communication that I get and how um, um, how how it feels. I guess is the the more so not the communication, because I can tell you in English language the words that they're saying. But I guess the part that I can't describe is how it feels is how it is when you know you, I'm getting a message and if I don't say it like I'm just I, I have to stop in my tracks you know until they stop me you know it's like I, I can't disobey you know I've told y'all that before I can't disobey and um some people might say well everybody's been disobedient in the in in the sense of okay disobeying god everybody yeah may have you know been used everybody's used their free will but when i say when i'm talking about like divine channel messages that's what i'm talking about yeah i've been disobedient in life i've used my free will and shit but and do use my free will but i mean and the most i don't have a problem with that but when i'm talking about i can't disobey divine or channeled messages that's what i mean like if they tell me i have to say something then I have to say it. If they tell me to say it a certain way, then I say it a certain way. And I usually try to ver be very specific if I add my, you know, if I add my own spin on it or if I'm saying, well, they didn't say it like this. I'm saying it like this, but this is how they said it. That's how I divide it up even when I do my personals and stuff. And so um, I include a lot of details in my reading, but going back to what I said about, you know, people being offensive um, you don't have to believe all the spiritual aspect that I'm talking about or the past lives. And I know some, a lot of people don't believe in reincarnation, but, um, everything that I've told you has been the truth. And so just use caution in offending the anointed. 
okay because um as i've said before um there's a lot of powerful beings on the planet incarnated as humans and we have a lot of pull as it were yeah we got bills to pay we got jobs to work we got shit to do we got children or families to help take care of or friends or whatever we you know we got to live this human existence too because we're here however the higher spiritual archetype of that individual is important to consider because the divine is always watching so you can shit on the archangel you can you can kick them out you can do whatever you want to do you can treat them you can talk to them crazy you can do little things to undermine them or make them suffer you can do little things um out of spite you can do that all you want but guess what your day is coming and it won't be long okay people need to keep in mind the blessings they get when i'm around and so when i leave then shit starts to collapse I know somebody that um somebody died this past week that never treated me like much anyway. I don't give a damn that they're dead. Goodbye. They didn't treat me like much anyway. Since I was a child, they didn't treat me like much. They were always mean. And the interesting thing is they have the same birthday as somebody else I know that can be very spiteful and jealous and have an attitude problem. So they were um they never treated me. Uh, very well these two cows these two Tauruses uh, you know her and there were some other you know um, people that uh, treated me similarly but this this particular cow she and no disrespect to the Taurus sign or whatever but I'm just saying I'm talking about this individual you know and I'm not and I'm not being disrespectful to the dead but I'm just telling you the facts the facts is she didn't treat me like much no way she was always very uh, mean-spirited and, and um, dictatorial towards me, much like my surrogate. So goodbye. Maybe now you will get the uh, judgment that you're, that is due you. She got some judgment anyway because she had a stroke a couple years ago. And then she, uh, she lost her, um, how can I say, communicative and um, mobi mobility. Of, um, she, uh, she lost the ability to communicate and she lost her mobility after getting the uh, stickler. And um, then she went into a coma and she died. So see, the earth is cleansing itself. And see, now that I've figured out who I am and the truth has come out, people are going to be dropping like flies. That surrogate is going to be next. She's going to be the next one to fall. They've already told me she's going to be the next one to fall because her judgment, she's due for her sentencing. She's due to, to, to get hers for how she treated me all my life. So she's going to be next. And I already warned some people to prepare. I warned them two years ago. I said, you need to prepare because she's she ain't got long. And I told them that and she's next. And people might say, well, how can you know that? Don't do that. That ain't right. It is right. I am a God of death. It is right. She's next. They told me she's next. She's done enough. She's run amok. She's been responsible for a lot of fucking pain and dissension and problems in my fucking life and in other people's lives. Okay? She's next. Don't nobody call me or email me about expecting me to boohoo. I ain't boohooing on none of these motherfuckers when they drop. I didn't boohoo on that one. Okay? I don't give a fuck who dropped. Don't expect me to mourn them. I'm not mourning them. 
It ain't nobody on this planet that I would mourn other than my sister, you know, my sisters and my children and, you know, their dads. Ain't nobody else on this fucking planet. And, you know, other than maybe, you know, twin flame, soul tribe, my children and their dads. Other than that, I ain't mourning no fucking body else on this planet. God damn it. Because everybody else has treated me real, real fucking bad. And they may not have seen it. Oh, it wasn't that bad. You weren't on the receiving end. You weren't the one having a heartache. Now, I won't say everybody treat me bad. What I'm saying is all the other ones that I know got judgment on them is what I'm saying. Did something bad to deserve that. Those And so they won't get any sympathy when they up out of here. When they fall ill, ain't gonna get no fucking sympathy from me. All right. Um, so going back to what I said about spending and people doing what they want to do. Pay close attention to people's actions. Pay close attention to their actions and pay close attention to what they invest money in. Okay? Because what they invest money in is where their fucking heart is. So... An example of that would be a relationship. If you're in a relationship and your partner or the other person always finds money to go buy clothes or shoes or whatever or go on trips, that's where their heart is. They don't take you nowhere. They don't buy you shit. That's where their heart is. Observe their actions and plan accordingly. If a person can complain about the cost of uh, a water bill or an electric bill or whatever but yet um they've always got money to go and buy new shoes and this is something like i said the surrogate did buy this buy that buy this buy that always at a fucking retail store but you worried about a fucking electric bill and a water bill your heart is in that fucking retail store but yet you don't own no stock in that retail store and even so the stock market is rigged so what the fuck you up here making white man rich, but you complaining about paying an electric bill and a water bill so you can have the necessities. This is how niggers do. The nigger spirit can be in anybody, including white people. Okay, because a niggerish mindset is a niggerish mindset. Okay, there are some things that we have to have. All right. But to try to take out any fiscal responsibility on one person's behalf on another person. I ain't got nothing to do with your pockets and how tight they may be or anything to do with that, how tight they may be or how things may need to be moved around. I don't have nothing to do with that. I, I take care of my responsibilities and I stay uh, to myself and that's it. And I prefer to keep, keep it like that. You know, I, I take care of what I need to take care of and I, and I keep going. You know, but this is how people are so small-minded. They don't find ways to have a positive outlet for whatever their negative emotions are. Some of these, a lot of these people need to go to a fucking therapist. And I know a lot of them can't afford it or they don't believe in it. But you need to do something. You need to go start working out. You need to go start taking walks in nature. You need to go do something to get your fucking mind together. Because don't nobody want to live around that foolishness and that negative nasty spirit. And I used to try to gently encourage relatives in this respect. Go take a walk. Go ride your bike. 
you know, um, and I know a lot of things cost, but there's free things people can do. And if you don't want to go out in the heat and stuff, then, you know, listen to some self-help lectures or some psychology videos or podcasts. Listen to stuff about healing. Uh, learn about ways that you can heal the divine, the the feminine aspect or heal the masculine, whatever. Learn, learn ways you can get over your trauma, okay? And your self-centeredness and your selfishness, if that's an issue, okay? Because it ain't going to get you no goddamn where in this life except for throw it out. Nobody likes a selfish person. Nobody. Nobody likes a selfish person and nobody likes a stingy, miserly motherfucker. Now, I'm not saying you have to be irresponsible because uh, naturally I'm very financially responsible, but I'm just saying nobody likes people that are always complaining about, you know, every little thing, money. That's, you know, that's a quick way not to fucking have none. And see, people that are always complaining about money, that's why they don't fucking have none. And if they do have it, it slips through their fingers. Your focus is on the wrong thing. It's on money. Yeah, we need money to live, but what about your Mitchell what about your mental issues? What about you taking better care of your health? Why ain't your focus on that? Why is your focus on a piece of paper? And I know that piece of paper is very fucking powerful, trust me. But again, you need to be in, you need to get in balance if these are your issues. So all of you people out there, you use fucking care when you try me. Keep in mind that Hades rules other people's money. I, Hades, rule other people's money. My life path my life path is eight. It's about power, money, and success, bitch. Money, power, and respect, okay? Found out that my twin flame has the same exact life path number as me. The one that was demoted, the ex, the ex-karmic, his life path was different. But found out my twin got the same life path number as me. We both famous, baby. We both are leaders. We both have high-level spiritual gifts. But when people offend God's anointed, that's a dangerous place to be. Now, some people might say, well, what is spurring this? I just want, you know, it's just a little cathartic talk. That's all. It's just a little cathartic talk. I've been through a lot of spiritual warfare, um, you know, a lot of battles and stuff. And uh, I do my best to uh, take it all in stride. But um, people also get very comfortable with my kindness. People get comfortable with my kindness, my quiet nature. When I'm not talking to y'all, you know, I'm just laid back. I'm in a book or I'm looking at an article, you know, I'm researching listening to some um, instrumental music or whatever kind of music, you know, I got my incense burning and I'm chilling, you know, and um, I tap in with people as I need to with my clients, with my soul tribe, you know, um, my children, you know, I tap in and then, you know, but in the meantime, in the everyday hour, I'm just chill. I'm just quiet. And people a lot of times mistake that for weakness, that hermit mode energy, you know, of the hermit card in the tarot. People mistake that hermit energy and that high priestess energy that I have for being one of weakness. It's not, baby. 
Utha, me, I, I was over very, and am over a very powerful sect. And when I said to you all that I have access to all the societies, I meant that, meaning secret societies. I meant that spiritually, but I also meant physically. Now, I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to walk up to somebody's place and knock on, no, I'm not talking about that. I mean, I'm not, um, I'm not kept out of, like, I'm not locked out is my point when I said I have keys. I'm not locked out. I got the keys to the underworld, for Pete's sake. I, most of these societies teach underworld stuff. So, I mean, if I got the keys to the underworld, obviously I got the keys to what they teach, right? Yeah, and in the spirit, there's it's on another level. I can't talk too much about that. I, actually, I can't talk about that um, at all. That's why Anubis and Thoth invited me into the portal, and I can't remember what, what I learned there. But um, that little bit I was allowed to tell you, okay? Um, all kings and queens are initiated. Now, I will say that not all kings and queens are initiated in the physical. Some are initiated in the spiritual, but some are initiated into both. But there are some kings, uh, like myself, um, who in that past life, I was, I was over that, you know. And then it's even... <laughs> It's even depicted in Netflix's Curse where I told y'all to watch Uther Pendragon. I see him doing the, the hand symbols, the hand signals. He's doing them all up in Cursed. And some people might say, well, they do those in all the shows. No, Uther specifically. Uther, King Uther, me, the character that's playing me, is specifically doing what it do in Cursed. If you pay attention, you'll see it. Now, I'm going to tell you, I understand a lot now as to why certain individuals have been after me, Masons, you know, and why they dated me and all that and, and, and stuff. And um, um, I understand a lot more now. Um, and more understanding and downloads will come, beloveds, but... Use caution. Get your motherfucking house in order if it ain't in order. All right. Get your house, meaning your vessel, your body, your spirit, your mind, your soul, your psyche, baby, in order. Work on that shit. Work on it. If it's your diet that's, that's crazy and out of whack, start a little bit there. Do a little bit at a time. Get yourself in alignment. Okay? Because as this time goes forward, these what they call these variants, baby, more. They got a lambda variant out now. See, I, I had talked a little bit about the Delta, but they got a lambda out now. See, it's going to be some more shit that come down the pike that, baby, if you're not in alignment, it's going to hit hard. I'm not saying you necessarily going to get sick, not speaking nothing over you. I'm telling you, get in alignment so that shit won't even come around you. I'm telling you. <laughs> Pardon my congestion, please, it's channeling. Get in alignment so that shit won't even come close to you. I know it. I can't even go into it like real cold like I want to. But really, I don't even want to go into it like that because I spent enough time telling you about that on my main channel last year. And I got strikes and all kind of retaliation for telling y'all what that shit was. Meaning that cough, cough. I'm telling you now. 
read through the lines, get in alignment. That way it won't even come around you like that. Now, I'm not saying that people that are connected to you won't have some kind of issue. Not saying that. I'm saying your house. Get in alignment so that when the death angel fly over, it won't strike your house. Now, see, the death angel don't just bring death, baby. The death angel brings sickness, too. Usually you'll get sick or a person or not you, but a person will get sick and then they'll die later. The death angel done came, though. The death angel ain't just coming when they dead. The death angel done came to bring that fucking disease. And even if that person passes and the disease was not a result or the disease, the disease did not specifically cause their passing, the disease did cause cause their passing because it's the first step in going into the grave. Now, some people might say, well, uh, I know people who got sick and got well and then they passed later. That disease was still the first sign that the death angel had struck that disorder, that sickness or whatever. Now, we're not saying in all cases, but those that are under judgment in this way, I'm telling you, the angel of death brings disease or sickness first. That's the warning. If the person continues on their path, then next is tombstone. That's how it is. All right. Pharaoh in the Bible in the Old Testament didn't listen when Moses, the warlock, the powerful sorcerer, told him the death angel's going to sweep over and, and strike every firstborn. Pharaoh didn't listen. It took boils. It took a lot of shit to happen. Then that death angel came. and for, But first, what happened? Before the death angel came, what happened? The boils, the sickness, the sickness and the, uh, in the infection, the pestilence, uh, pestilence or pestilence came in the form of what frogs. And I think flies or gnats or biting flies. And then this is the 10 plagues of Egypt I'm talking about. And so pestilence came and then the angel of death struck the first time with the boils. That was the first sign the angel of death was coming or had came. And then they said, angel of death is going to sweep over and every firstborn is going to die. And then the death came. But Pharaoh still didn't listen. And guess what? He ended up dying. So this is what happens when people continue on their path and they are not in alignment. Going forward, vessels that are not in alignment will be removed. This is not to scare anybody or make anybody feel creeped out. I'm just telling you, align whatever you need to align work on it you got you got time but i'm just saying i already told y'all about them crown chakra blockages people that's got their mind all blocked up and fucked up you know that's got a lot of tethers and shit you know um they're gonna be going up out of here if they don't get it together and if they don't go up out of here they'll be disabled some other way they'll be going to jail prison uh they'll get sick whatever you know they're gonna get rid of these people now, I also want to say this, uh, the, the Afghans that died at the airport uh, yesterday, August 22nd, 822, the Afghans that died at the airport yesterday on the full moon in Aquarius, that was a ritual, that was a sacrifice, because it was seven Afghans that died, and it was exactly seven days after Kabul fell to the Taliban. 
Kabul fell to the Taliban on August 15th, which was a grand cross in astrology. Okay. And seven days later on 822, seven Afghans die on a full moon. That was a full moon ritual. Okay. All of this stuff being plain sight, y'all. But when it comes to that cough, cough, there's going to be a lot of, um, how can I say? Going to be a lot of people dealt with. Not, ju not just with that, but just in a variety of ways, okay? A variety of ways. So use caution in how you're treating people and also use caution in um, how you're going about everyday life. Are you aligned? Are you seeking to be aligned? Are you seeking to stay in alignment? Are you working on yourself? See, because that's the lesson of being here is self-actualization and spiritual growth. Okay. A lot of the problems with um, sociopathy or sociopathy, psychopathy, uh, narcissistic personality disorder, and these um, dark personality issues in society and amongst people are because of moral issues and spiritual issues amongst people. It's not because of no fucking chemical imbalance. Now, there are people who have chemical imbalances, uh, who may be, who are bipolar, who is schizophrenia is genetic. There's other, um, there can be a traumatic brain injury that can change a person's uh, personality. There can be uh, frontal lobe calcification, frontal lobe injury. Uh, there can be pineal gland calcification. There can be um, problems with the thymus because the thymus does have to do with um, ascension. And that's why people who get their thymus removed, your doctor just tricked you, baby, to get your thymus removed. I mean, I don't know. The person can still ascend, but I'm just saying the thymus is tied in with ascension too. The amygdala, other parts of the brain, the hippocampus, there are parts of the brain that are, are um, tied in with various parts of uh, level up in life, okay? And so when I'm saying get in alignment, if it's your diet, work on your diet. If it's, um, you know, absorbing too much negative energy from certain types of multimedia, whether it be music, TV, movies, games, etc., then try to balance that out. Not saying you can't enjoy your movies and shit and your gaming or whatever you like to do. Just try to balance it with something positive. The, the ultimate goal is to balance the positive and the negative. So if you like to smoke a lot of weed, then you need to do better with your diet. You need to balance that somehow because that weed that you get in, I'm telling you, that shit ain't, all that shit is doing is fucking your mind up. Now, that's not a disrespect to weed smokers. I'm just telling you, the fuck you think the government wants you smoking weed? So, I mean, like, do you really think you're getting enlightened because you're smoking? No. <laughs> what you're doing is you're making your gums black and your lips black and your goddamn lungs have trouble perfusing oxygen. That's what's, that's what's happening. Now, no disrespect to people that need to use weed or marijuana for medical or for, you know, relaxation, but I'm just telling you, you better balance that shit out because chronic weed smokers, I don't see them running no goddamn corporations. I don't see them running anything. In fact, I see them a lot of times being dregs and lazy. I mean, weed is what they call a fuck it drug. Uh, what I'm, I won't say what they call what I'm gonna call a fuck it drug. 
you know, somebody, a community, a comedian had, um, made that joke. Oh yeah. Cat Williams had made that joke on one of his, uh, old Netflix specials. We, the, you know, the, we be so good and make you f say, fuck it, you know, be a, be a fuck it attitude. And, you know, be, he was like, you know, you be smoking and shit. Lights, light, lights get cut off. The weed would be so good. It'd be like making you say, fuck them goddamn lights. <laughs> I don't need no electricity. All I need is this motherfucking blunt. That is something that cripples black people. Too much weed smoking is why black people can't get ahead. Yeah, I know other cultures do it too, but black people are the main partakers of weed. Why is that? Do you think the CIA and, and them don't know what y'all niggas issues are? <laughs> Do you think the CIA and them don't know that y'all nigga, y'all niggas love to smoke a goddamn blunt? Y'all think they don't know that shit? What do you think the goddamn term, uh, jack leg come from? Not jack leg, um, jive turkey. Jive turkey is a term that they created because they didn't like the fact that black people would act a certain way when they had smoked weed. So they start calling them jive turkeys. Okay. Do you see jive turkeys running anything professional? Do you see them leveling up in society? No, you don't see jive turkeys doing that. So like I said, moderation. If you know you have a problem with chronically smoking weed, you're out of alignment. Because you shouldn't be addicted to something that goddamn bad. You need to find something else to help you. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to start spraying your little leaf with some shit. Now, we already know the GMO aspect. They're going to start spraying that shit and infecting y'all with stuff if you're not careful. And um, I just heard, oh, you just told them one of our tactics. Yeah, I know I did. I know I'm not the only person to figure that shit out or to know it. So you might want to be careful with your little weed going forward, especially going into 2022. You might want to be careful with that shit. Me personally, um, I don't really, I don't like weed. I don't fuck with weed. I only smoke weed like three or four times in my whole fucking life in my, since I was 16. Like I, I'm not a, you know, those that sell it, those that grow it. I don't have no problem with that. I'm talking about the, the addicts and people can call it a plant, 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 plant. You're a fucking addict. It don't matter. You're still addicted. You can you can get addicted to herbs. There's herbs out there that, that are addictive, like valerian. Valerian, some people get addicted to that shit because it's relaxing and, and it makes you go to sleep. Some people get addicted to valerian. Some people get addicted to weed. Some people, hell, opium is a goddamn plant too. So now you now are we going to be saying that uh, heroin is natural, so heroin ought to be uh, legalized? Is that what we're going to be saying now? That's how they, that's how demand, demand keeps y'all that be on this chronic all the time. That's how he keep y'all limited. Cause y'all think that y'all smoking a little chronic to get free when all you doing is you smoking a little chronic and opening, opening your mind up so he can get in there. <laughs> you, you think he don't, you know, people talk about LSD and psychedelics and shit and MDMA and all of that. You know what I'm saying? 
And, um, you know, they talked about the LSD experiments and Steve Jobs and how he used to do that and do this and it, allegedly. And, and, and it's like, well, you know, you talk about the, uh, you know, about the LSD experiments with the CIA and them. But, um, you know, they're experimenting on you every day because you, you people that are addicted to weed, you smoke it religiously and you can't live your day or go your day or go your week without it. <laughs> You know, so you you might say, oh, well, when I smoke, I just get all these spiritual revelations. No, what you get is them going in your goddamn mind and mining. They're going in your mind, your M-I-N-D and mining, M-I-I, M-I-N-I-N-G. They showed you that in Guardians of the Galaxy with that uh, huge planet called Nowhere, K-N-O-W, where, W-H-E-R-E, Nowhere. Yeah, see, niggas think they ascending when they smoking, but they're really going nowhere because you got motherfuckers in your mind taking all the gold that were in there from the creator and the creatrix. They mining your shit, baby. And see, you just giving them a gateway. Why you think they call weed the gateway drug? Because you giving them a clean passageway to tap into your motherfucking hard drive, baby, a.k.a. your pineal gland. You, that's a clean fucking Ethernet, Internet gateway. For them to tap right in and implant whatever they want to implant. See, you don't know they implant it because you're euphoric. Your body feel loose. Your body feel good, baby. Mm-hmm. That, that, that goddamn THC be having a motherfucker buzzing and bopping and tweaking and geeking and relaxed and chill all at the same time. And see, you're not paying attention to the fact that the motherfuckers is drilling in. You ain't paying attention to the fact that goddamn Agent Smith and his buddies is all up in your shit. Cause you's high. Ain't that what the man love to do is keep a nigga high? <laughs> First they said, you want to hide anything from a nigga, you put it in a book. No, 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 no. It has been for the last couple of decades. You want to hide anything from a nigga, you get them high. So they don't know what you're doing. They don't know you coming in the back door. You don't, you want to hide anything from a nigga. You put it in their weed, you put it in their food, you put it in their drink. But specifically, you put it in the stuff that they have vices with, which is usually substances. Oh yeah, they can put it in a cheeseburger, they can put it in, you know, the Big Mac, whatever. They put it in there too, you know, they put it in your liquor. But, it's easiest to do it, because... A lot of people like to smoke. Now, see, Haiti and Jamaica have a big problem with weed. Look at the status of those countries. Now, that is not a disrespect to Haiti and Jamaica, but look at the status of those countries. Look at the status of the people. Can Are they building anything? Now, I'm not disrespecting Haiti because I know they just had an earthquake, but do you see Jamaica building anything up? But yet they got all this access to weed. I thought weed was supposed to make you smarter, though. I thought it was supposed to enlighten your mind. But I don't see y'all doing shit with it down there. And some people might say, oh, but the white man, is it the white man's fault that you decide to roll the blunt? Is, it, is that the white man's fault that you decide to, that you decide that you going to get your rappers and rolling up every afternoon? Or before bed or in the morning or whatever. before, Because you can't start your day without it. Is that the white man's fault? No. That's called free will at work. 
That's called not having a strong will and not being able to break your habit. See, and I talked about habits in my necromantic gnosis reading. Because that's a sign of crown chakra tether, bad habits. Now, some people might say, well, cigarettes, this, I don't give a fuck about no cigarette smoking. People that smoke cigarettes know how bad they are. So, let them smoke them if they want. Just like y'all niggas are smoking what y'all want to smoke. I won't never fucking touch one. But I love a cigar every now and then. But everybody have their shit. I like I like whiskey sometimes. I like rum sometimes. A vodka. I like a cigar every now and then. But it's blue. It's every now and then. Everybody has something they like. This is why the creator has allowed this stuff. But I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all chronic smokers of uh, Mary Jane. <laughs> you ever see how like? Let me say this. People who chronically smoke weed, now I haven't done any organized study or nothing, but I'm going to say this. People who chronically smoke weed, I notice even after they stop chronically smoking, they have trouble, they have troubles. Like, and this is not like a holdover from something the weed did. I noticed that they're like, they're like empty. I noticed like people that chronically smoked weed and even if they stopped, I don't care how long ago they stopped, they're fucking empty. That's because all their data has been mined. Not all of it, but a lot of their data has been mined. A lot of their spiritual data and solar, S-O-U-L-A-R, solar or soul data has been mined through that chronic smoking. They're, they seem like empty and hollow. Like even in the eyes, I, I can tell when somebody was or is um, a chronic weed smoker uh, I can tell because they seem very, very empty. It's just it's something about their soul and their spirit is very empty. Now, I'm not disrespecting people who have smoked in the past who have now stopped. I'm saying I can tell there's an emptiness there that wouldn't have been there if they had not got on that habit. Your data has been mined. They've taken what they needed to take, so... It is what it is. You know, um, I don't know. I know, I know, a, I notice a lot of black men who smoke weed chronically. They're, they're not very, they're not performing very well in life. Let's just say that. And, and it ain't about no white man's drug test at no job. They're not performing very well in life, a lot of them. And I mean, as far as upward mobility, upward movement, as far as, life being different for them or better from them for them than it was five years ago a lot of them stay on the same pathway same vibration again this is data mining you know they've had a lot taken out of them already so it's hard for them to go up a level even after they quit you know it's just some things to think about no disrespect to people who do like theirs but there's just some things to think about. Get in alignment is all I can say and what they told me to say. Get in alignment and be careful with all that fucking chronic smoking. Okay, because um, that's going to set you up for a fall in the coming, the coming months, days, weeks, and years. It's going to set you up for a fucking fall because you're not going to be able to function without it. What would you do if they banned it? What would you do then? See, niggas are going to jail because they love weed so much. 
and I'm not talking about the sellers. I'm talking about the ones that will go to jail and 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 lose their fucking job and and, and lose their family and lose their livelihood and their place to stay because they just had to smoke. That's an addiction. You are an addict. You're not in alignment. You got to smoke every day. You're not in alignment. Matter of fact, you're very much out of service. And this is how they keep people dumbed down. If they can keep you lazy, physically lazy, physically like aloof, you know, your mind just floating, just blowing and twisting in the wind, a very laissez-faire, very lackadaisical attitude, like, oh, la 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 I'm having my chief, 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 chief. And meanwhile, you ain't thinking about what's going on in the world because your mind is wherever the fuck they sent your mind to with whatever they laced that fucking weed with and whatever they put in that fucking strain. You ain't think about what's going on in the world. And even when you come down, you can't deal with fucking reality because you so used to being high all the goddamn time. I don't respect motherfuckers that stay high. I don't respect that shit at all. I never respect it and never have. I don't respect motherfuckers that stay high and I don't respect motherfuckers that stay drunk. Because you're escaping reality. Therefore, you're not ascending because in order to ascend, you have to deal with this motherfucker here. And you have to deal with it in a proper way to where you learn your lessons and you grow. You don't get to go to the bigger pots as a flower or a plant unless your roots outgrow where you already are. So therefore, you don't go to a bigger place than here. You don't get let out of this fucking prison planet until you outgrow where you are. Okay, you don't outgrow where you are by cutting off your nose to spite your face or cutting yourself off from your roots altogether, cutting yourself from being rooted in fucking reality and staying high all the time. You're out of alignment and you are not ascending. You're just existing. You are on the level of, if you're doing this, you're on the level of a non-playable character, NPC, a drone because you're being driven by whatever they've decided to implant you with. And these are just things to think about. All right. I'll be back with a lecture on another topic, um, on an astrology topic shortly. I got to go and get my coffee and do some laundry right quick. Get my laundry started. And I'll be back with... Um, with a discussion on that topic, all right? And um, think about these things. Think about, you know, I, I'm a believer in moderation. So, you know, if people smoke every now and then or drink every now and then, I don't care about that. I, I, I said addicts. Addicts, alcoholics, okay? Um, alcohol is a motherfucker too, but I'm going to just say addicts. I'm, I'm mainly concerned about the... Um, the promotion of weed smoking amongst uh, so-called spiritual black people. Um, y'all niggas ain't ascending. Y'all are being used by the CIA to push drugs. Just call a thing. Call it, call it what the fuck it is. You goddamn drug pusher. A drug propagandist. Because unless you growing your own shit legally. And ain't nobody touching it. And ain't nobody processing it. But you. Your shit got some stuff in it. And they done made sure to program that motherfucking plant. 
to fuck your goddamn mind and spirit up. They ain't gonna let you niggas be free. Why the fuck would they? Why the fuck would they give you a plant that ain't programmed? They know you love the plant. They know you love the plant. And I don't mean all of you. I'm just saying the ones that do. They know y'all love the plant. So they're going to program that plant. Go in there and fuck this up. Go in there and do this. Go in there and do that. Make sure you establish a strong root a strong root of addiction. A stronghold in their mind and in their spirit. Make sure you go in and you... A plant can be programmed, baby. Just like a goddamn computer can be programmed. Just like a chip can be programmed. And all niggas care about and, 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 and people play, care about is just rolling up. Just rolling up. 420, 420, 420, 420. Fuck your 420. All y'all going down to the fucking underworld that are addicted to that shit. Every last one of you. Ain't none of y'all ascending to the higher realms that's addicted to that shit. None of you. If you're addicted to any drugs, you're not ascending. Unless you get off of it and get clean and stay clean. And I know that might sound radical, but you're not ascending. you addicted to any of them drugs, meaning you got to have it. You're not ascending. You're going to stay right here in this motherfucker and some of them going to the underworld. Because there's some very dark beings that rule over those uh, substances. So there's no way you go into so-called higher realms. When you can't put a goddamn herb down, a stinking ass plant down. You can't put that motherfucker down. What the fuck? Do Anubis and Thoth and and and, 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 and the dark primordial mother and, and all these higher beings have to do with you. you? Nigga, you can't even put the goddamn blunt down. The fuck we want to talk to you about? That shit is beneath us. Think about it. What the fuck do they have to talk to you about if you can't put the crack pipe down, the goddamn meth, uh the whatever the molly the 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 lean whatever you can't put that shit down what the fuck we got to talk to you about you ain't even you ain't invited no flex zone you're not invited baby and i know the gods and the deities had their own you know things going on in the higher realms but the fact is they made it there they can do what they fucking want to do people are here to learn and overcome karmic debt so more than likely i'll probably have more transmissions about addiction addiction coming up but this is something i've studied for many years um back in 2003 2004 2005 i was taking college courses um drugs and society and and other um books psychology of addiction and other things uh, we were discussing in my co- in courses, so I, I've been a very, um, very uh, well versed in this for a long time. And this is one of the things that Doctor Peter Wins prophesied to me was that I was going to assist people with some very serious problems, including addiction and prostitution. I'm happy to do that and walk in that calling, uh, that mantle that Doctor Peter Wins, Levitical High Priest and grandson of uh, world-renowned evangelist Derek Prince. Um, had laid upon me but um, at the same time I'm gonna tell it to you raw and tell it to you real the truth shall set you free not lies not sugarcoating not coddling and patting you on the back and on the head 
the truth shall set you free. Okay. And I do know that there are other people out here who listen to me who have claimed that their mission or their prophecy work or prophetic ministry is also to assist others with addiction. No, it's not. Not necessarily. Some of these people are lying to y'all because they have an addiction to dick. They have an addiction to the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever. They have an addiction to certain other vices. They have a sex addiction. So how are you going to assist somebody with a drug addiction when you got your own fucking addictions that you have not dealt with? You out of order and you out of line. Sweep around your own front door before you sweep around mine. And don't the Bible talk about that too? How you going to help somebody with addiction when you addicted to niggas? Addicted to men, addicted to sex, addicted to whatever, food. You're not eating for fuel, you're eating because of emotional problems. You're eating to escape something. You're eating to hide to make yourself feel better. You haven't dealt with that shit, you ain't helping nobody else with nothing. You're lying to yourself. And I'm not going to tell no lies. Some people might say, oh, well, that ain't right because, you know, my, my, my social worker, she's overweight. And it ain't about being overweight. I didn't say overweight. I said a food addiction. I said a shopping addiction. I said a spending addiction. I said a drug addiction or a substance abuse addiction. That's what I said. I didn't say overweight. That don't have nothing to do with nothing. Your size don't have nothing to do with it. Your addiction, your habit, and your lack of self actualization and your lack of strong will you have not cultivated the will to put an end to that behavior so therefore you cannot teach anybody else to do it walk ye the plank first before you tell anybody how it feels to get thrown off that motherfucker hey i'll talk to you later